Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with Helen Mintz and Stephen Alborley. Helen's translation of Vilna My Vilna, Stories of Abraham Karpinowitz, Syracuse University Press, 2016, was awarded the J.I. Siegel Award for Translation, an honorable mention for the Sophie Brody Medal for Achievement in Jewish Literature. She has completed a second collection of Karpinowitz stories about Vilna. Her translations have appeared in Pockentrager, Ingebeb, and JewishFiction.net, and her writing about translation in BBC Studies and Words Without Borders. She was a 2014 Yiddish Book Center Translation Fellow and has written four one-woman shows reframing contemporary Jewish women's experience. She toured these shows in Canada, the U.S., Germany, and Lithuania. Stephen is a Vancouver-based actor and singer who has been busy in theater, opera, film, TV, and radio for more years than he cares to count. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Great to have you. Wonderful to be here. And really excited to talk to you both about uh, the upcoming stage reading of Vilna My Vilna Stories. Um, so let's start, uh, Helen, by my asking you as a translator of Vilna My Vilna, if you'll speak a little bit about the writer uh, uh, and the stories. Okay, so uh, Karpinovich, as I know him, um, he, what's interesting, well, there are many things that are interesting about Karpinovich and talk, stop me if I go on too long, but um, he was a post-Holocaust writer. Um, his his oeuvre really began, as I understand it, when he won a writing contest. Uh, he was in a, a lager in a DP camp in Cyprus. And um, so that would have been probably for, 1948. And um, he was fluent in about 10 languages, including English, I'm told. Um, but he chose to write in Yiddish, even though he knew the audience for Yiddish literature had been annihilated or not, you know, had been tragically, radically murdered. Um, and his, his work is really an attempt to preserve Jewish life in Vilna and specifically the life of the Amcha, the ordinary people of Vilna. He's quoted as saying people like Max Weinreich and the Vilna Gaon, they have had plenty of exposure and people have written about them endlessly, but it's the prostitutes of Vilna, it's the poor working people of Vilna who really need a voice. And one of the very interesting things about his work is one of his central characters is the Jewish city itself. And he gives us the names of the streets and the alleyways. And we get a sense that there was a Jewish geography that was different than the Polish geography of the time. And what originally drew you to his work? Well, um, I, uh, I translated part of a... Um, actually part of Vilna on Vilna, the first story that appears in the anthology for an intermediate Yiddish class that I was taking at YIVO with Rivka Margolis. It was like a class assignment. And at the end of the course, when it was over, she came to me and she said, 
you have a talent for this. You have to translate the whole book. And I'm like, forget it. My Yiddish isn't good enough. I can't do that. And she said to me, well, actually, you don't have a choice and you don't have time. Because to translate Karpinovich, you're going to need help from people who grew up in Vilna and we're fast losing them. And so, you know, this work has to be done and you're the person. And I don't know, I just, for whatever reason, I, I just did it and I started to do it. And my Yiddish really wasn't good enough. And I got a tremendous amount of help from many, many different people, which I'm eternally grateful for. That was kind of the genesis of the project. So you mentioned when you spoke a little bit about him that, you know, he, he sees Vilna as a central character, um, but also the people that populate his stories are so rich and they illustrate such a range of experience, um, a sense of place. And I, I wonder if before we jump in and start speaking with Stephen a little bit, um, if you could if you would have imagined them in terms of a theatrical production, that, that how visual were they for you? Okay. So from the beginning, I, I fantasized about thought about doing this as a theatrical project. And so when Stephen approached me that he was interested in doing it, I was absolutely thrilled because Karpinovich grew up in the theater and his stories are very, aside from the fact that a number of them are about the theater, even those that aren't are extremely theatrical. And that leads me into a question for you, Stephen. Um, I read a quote um, about this that was attributed to you. I was struck immediately by how engaging and naturally theatrical these stories and characters were. And I've been thinking ever since that a dramatic rendition would be great. So tell me how the two of you came together around this project and sort of what you imagined for it, Stephen. Well, Helen approached me in 2016 uh, when her book was to be presented at the Vancouver Jewish Book Festival uh, to, uh, to help with that presentation. We arranged to, uh, to have a little interview for the audience to discuss some of the same questions that, uh, that we're talking about right now. And uh, we thought that it would be uh, engaging to read little excerpts from a number of the stories. And we did that, Helen and I uh, reading together. Uh, and I was, uh, as, as, uh, as the quote that is attributed to me, uh, which I did say, <laughs> correctly says, as soon as I started working on this material, it was like uh, these these characters just leap uh, to life, uh, including the character of Jewish Vilna, as, as Helen has said, and her translation just leaps to life. It has such a rich flavor or a rich uh, to mix metaphors, a rich tapestry of flavors, a rich tapestry of colors and textures, uh, all of these sights and sounds and personalities interweaving with each other. And I just felt it was a, a natural thing to, to look at trying to do. So we've been in conversation ever since about how that can be 
organized? You know, do we write a play? Um, and then this opportunity to curate a series of readings for Western Gold Theater in Vancouver came along. And uh, I immediately thought of, uh, of these stories as being perfect for that event. So for our listeners, bef before we began recording this conversation, we had a quick conversation and I don't share questions beforehand, but we did talk um, a little bit about how interesting it is to take something from a translation narrative um, on the page to a play. Um, and I would love to hear about what that process was like for you, because I didn't have you answer that question when we spoke. Um, and in addition to that, um, Stephen, you know, maybe maybe preface this by answering this question, and then the two of you, I'd love to hear from both of you about what it was like to take this into um, a stage reading. Stephen, was this your first introduction to Yiddish literature? No. Uh, no, I've read this and that Yiddish literature of various kinds most of my life, beginning, you know, as a child. Uh, and I've also sung uh, in Yiddish in various contexts for, uh, for lots of years. Now, maybe a little bit about what the interplay was like for both of you. I mean, Helen, you're, you're working as a translator to stay true to and but do a literary translation of somebody whose voice you have to kind of assume and then and then bring into English. And then this work then goes on into the format that works theatrically. So how did that how did that work collaboratively? Um Maybe I'll start and Helen can, can follow up. For this presentation, we are pretty much reading these stories as written. We're moving a couple of things around just a little bit, but uh, it's not like a dramatization or a, a reworking into a play. We are reading all of the words of the stories. We're doing them with a couple of actors so we're bouncing back and forth between the two of us, picking which of the stories will work in that context has been an interesting and exciting challenge for me. So I'll, I'll leave it there for now and, and see what Helen wants to, to add to that. As Stephen said, he and I have been tossing around various ideas and incarnations for dramatizing this work. And when he approached me with the Western gold opportunity, I was really thrilled. And I'm, you know, Stephen and I have worked together in many different contexts over more years than either of us would like to remember. And so I'm just, I really have not been involved in the, this dramatization, except as a cheerleader and where I could offer assistance in terms of a translation coach or things like that, I, I stepped in. But I've really, um, with tremendous happiness and trust, just handed it over to Stephen to see what he'll do with it. And I'm looking forward, like everyone else, to seeing it. And have you gotten, <laughs> uh, have you gotten a peak preview of it at all, Helen? No, no, oh. I'm, I'm just one of the audience members. 
Um, in, interesting. So I, I imagine it's going to be quite something to hear a voice put to to these words, because if you if you read like I do, I always hear different voices and it's, it's wonderful to attach to attach acting to it. Um, and Stephen, how do you feel about that? Excited, uh, anxious, uh, as, uh, you know, my typical emotions when I'm approaching a new theatrical uh, undertaking. This mixture of uh, of excitement, anticipation, thrill, and underlying anxiety. It seems to me that as the years go by, the anxiety quotient increases. But I'm uh, doing my best to keep that under control. Uh, I'm just I'm thrilled to be working on this material, and I'm also working with colleagues who are inspiring and. Uh, and, and really give me a, a, a great feeling of uh, a great thrill. My, uh, my partner in readings is going to be Nicola Lipman, who is a, a Vancouver actor of amazing talent. And we've had a, 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 some rehearsal time together. And I can say that I'm just thrilled with what she's bringing to the reading. And we're also going to be framing each story with music by Jeff Berner, who is a Vancouver musician renowned for uh, what he calls his klezmer punk renditions of uh, various material, including a lot of great Yiddish material. So would you be willing to read a short passage, Stephen? I would love to. I will read the first couple of paragraphs from the first of the stories that we're doing. It's called Vilna Without Vilna. There are people who remember a man with blue spectacles who stood on the corner of Gitkitoiba's lane begging, take me across to the other side. We never knew if he was really blind and needed help crossing the street or if he just longed for the touch of a warm hand he wanted someone to take him to the opposite side, to the corner of Yiddish Street, where the small pump supplied water to all the poor courtyards nearby. If no one came to help him, after a little while, the man crossed the street on his own, tapping the cobblestones with his cane as he went. Why did I think about that particular man when I stood on that same corner after so many years? Absolutely nothing remained. But when I stopped there, the man's pleas rang in my ears. Thank you. Um, I can only imagine that uh, Karpinowitz would be very excited to see this realized in play form. Yes, Helen? I think so. You know, when I was translating the book, I really felt like he was with me. And not only that he was with me, but that he had imagined me. Um, because <laughs> every writer wants an audience, and his audience was considerably decreased in Yiddish. So um, I think, yes, somewhere, somewhere he's smiling broadly and very pleased, I think. 
Um, well, I, I have to say thank you, Helen, for your work in translation, um, and you do our translation fellowship proud. I mean, it's just so cool not only to be able to read this work for those of us who can't read it in the original, but also then to see it give birth to something else. Um, it just, you know, we use that phrase regenerating. And I think that this this collaboration, this this vision is a real manifestation of that. So totally exciting. And let's, for our listeners, uh, the online stage reading of the four stories from Vilna My Vilna um, is presented at Western Gold. It's a Vancouver theater company that showcases the work of mature artists, and it will take place November 28th to December 6th, 2021. And can you share for our listeners how they can learn more about this? Yes. Uh, you can go to Western Gold Theater. And that is with the Canadian spelling of theater, so T H E A T R E dot org. And uh, once you get there, click on the virtual gold link, and that will take you to uh, to the um, right away to the uh, the business the, the the blurb about what we're doing, and there uh, will be a link there. And uh, you can also go to you can find your way from westerngoldtheater.org to their YouTube page and the readings will be presented over through their YouTube channel uh, beginning on the 28th. They should stay up there for a while. So um, don't feel that you've completely missed out if you're not there right on the 28th. We're going to be rolling these stories out one at a time through the week of Hanukkah. And if I can add just one thing, we have ascertained that they will be available both across Canada and also in the United States, that these links will work outside of British Columbia. Great. And again, right. listeners, if you just Google one word, Western Gold, capital G, Western Gold, Vancouver, you'll find your way to this. Um, and I do hope that you will all hop on the old internet and have a listen because it, it, it will be a real treat, I'm sure. Make sure you go to the theater company and not the gold exploration uh, mining company. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a whole new chapter in one of his stories. There is gold in these stories, but <laughs> not literal, not literal gold. All right. So we're not looking to mine things. You're only looking to mine this good work. Um, but seriously, Helen, thank you so much for everything you're doing in translation. And Stephen, for having the um, curiosity and bringing this to, you know, tenaciousness to bring this to a staged reading. So looking forward to more of your collaborations and certainly to listening to the staged reading. So thanks again for taking time to join me today. And thank, thank you, you, Lisa. All right. Stay well and happy and to your next project. Take care. You have been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To learn more about this podcast and to subscribe, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Elizabeth Carteropoli. Until next time, be well and be healthy.